coming up on this week's episode of Dad's on Film. And I told myself that I wasn't going to, I was like, it's going to be fine this time. It's going to be fine. And then literally <laughs> yeah. within a, a, a minute, I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever start doing this live, you're going to have to learn to f- read. <laughs> Do you need me? Yeah. Too late. She's mm. bleeding out. <laughs> but it looks pretty f***ing wild. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I got distracted and I didn't have a watch on, so I didn't get it. Um, I'll tell you what I got distracted doing. Uh, watching Chip and Dale. It's so good. It's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually like, I was, I was I was thinking, I'm not going to get this film in. I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to mm. watch the first first 10 minutes whilst I'm waiting for Dave just to like, kind of get the feel of it. Yeah. I can't wait to go back and watch the rest of it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> More on that it's later. Hilarious. Yes, 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 yes. Ah, I've what? got a little Horlicks. Mm. Oh, nice. I've, do you know what? I've never had Horlicks. Never. First time I've ever had a Horlicks. It's like a Malteser. Like the inside Is of a Malteser. Really? Yeah. Oh, no way. Game changer. Really? <laughs> oh, nice. oh, it's lovely. Oh, yeah. Definitely 33 oh, yeah. now. Look at that. Mm. <laughs> Am I 33 or 30? Yeah. 31. Yeah, no, that's rubbish. I'm joking. I thought I want like a hot drink before, like at yeah. night, but I can't, yeah. I can't drink coffee. I can't drink yeah. tea because I just get too wild. I've already had so many. <laughs> I'm trying to get these numbers in there. I can't do it. No, me. it's not happening. A two. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Some drink coffee, some drink tea. A handy metaphor for sexuality. Have you not seen? Have you not seen? It's off the shooting stars. Don't don't air the full thing because it's probably not very PC anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Matt Matt Lucas's song where um, he goes, "Lesbians, lesbians. (laughs) A woman takes another for another." I like. I also liked 1942. 1942. I invented the shoe in 1942. Just so random. So strange. Yeah. Shoe stars. So good. What's been happening? Tell me. Tell me. What's uh, What's your weekend involved? It's been. It's been lovely. We uh, got out Ben's bike. Like this kind of like disability kind of bike thing arrived uh, for his birthday. His birthday's next week. Um, and yeah, it's bloody brilliant. It's like a big, it's essentially like a, a, a seat, um, that he's like, yeah, I sent you, I'm trying to explain it to the listeners, Gregory. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, like a bike seat, but he's kind of like sat low down. It's almost like a little go-kart kind of thing. And then it hooks onto your bike and he can pedal if he wants to. And it, uh, apparently it helps. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I went out quite a bit on that, which is pretty cool. That was good. Cool. What else can I have going? a go when um, I come around? We went to, yeah, of course you can. I don't Excellent. think I'll be able to pull you. Ben likes me. But <laughs> <laughs> hey. it's so weird. It's like harder. It's easier pulling, pulling Ben than having him in the bike seat, which is okay. doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. So yeah, went went for a bike ride, and then on Sunday we went to this really really cool place called Kaft C A F T, um, and basically what it is is it's this kind of like farm thing. Outside, just outside Altrincham, like in the middle of like the country kind of thing, toward like in Cheshire, yeah. um, and it's like this house, um, and it's got like a sports hall and loads of sensory stuff, but it's also got like a farm attached to it. So there's like alpacas and sheep and goats and things, and then like yeah. a big park, and then like a woodland trail where you can like toast marshmallows and things like that. But it's for children with disabilities, um, disadvantaged children, and critically ill children as well Um, and it's just this wonderful wonderful place it's all it's a charity as well so it's all kind of volunteers doing it and stuff absolutely belting unbelievable beautiful place yeah so we went there for a couple of hours on on sunday morning it was splendid fantastic yeah so good good little good little few days how about you yeah man uh we went to on friday we went for one in the pub with the kids about Uh, six o'clock just just We're, the one. Well, that's a the two, problem. A one, two, one. three, four. I'm Dave. And I'm Greg. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films. Cheesy films. Superhero films. 
But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This is Dads on Film. Two, yeah, one, two, good, three, good. four. Yeah, yeah. Right, thanks Got for you. kissing you. all over that. Uh, <laughs> you can't help yourself, can you? You just can't help yourself. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. No, but we uh, we ended up staying till about well, Jane, Jane, the, Jane and uh, our friend and the kids went over about nine o'clock. But uh, so when it's six, you, st- you stayed till about nine. one and two. <laughs> two. Hey, sweet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and. What do you Saturday, usual, the kids have theatre club, went to a play centre, Kids, there was a kids party at some Ooh. point as well. Uh, Saturday, went swimming in the morning, that was fun. And then a, a very exciting but uh, ultimately disappointing uh, final day of the Premier League, which I know doesn't particularly interest you, but it was quite... <laughs> Means was, absolutely nothing. It was very turbulent, shall we say, uh, and especially okay. as a Liverpool fan so yeah there we go and uh, yeah that was my weekend mm. uh, right well cool uh, okay. I, I just want to know just uh, the introduction there uh, mm. was uh, my son Arthur oh uh, yes introduced yeah. so uh, we'll have a different introduction every week uh, mm. so we'll uh, we'll call, it, call you for that when we need you uh, yes or, or your <laughs> or your or your offspring and mm. Uh, mm. it's a nice way to mm. nice way to start the show yeah, definitely so we've had a few messages this week Greg <laughs> it's a, and it's a great way to stay. <laughs> What's that now? Fam- is it Family a Guy? Great way to stay shape. Oh, is it? Family Guy. Oh, it's the cyclist guy when he's been interviewed on the news. <laughs> yeah, and it gets quite dark. Oh, yeah, it does. Of course, it does. Um, cool. Well, we've had lots of messages this week, uh, Gregory. So Jim has messaged us, short and sweet. He said, "Recently watched the first Doctor Strange. Brilliant. Some great life advice in there." Hmm. I can't remember the first Doctor Change film. If I'm honest with you, I, life advice: um, stick. If you're a surgeon, stick to being a surgeon. I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I can't. And the, I don't. What is? I, I've got no idea. Yeah, I don't remember like okay. what it, what happens in the first Doctor Strange. Bit, like, I've seen Tilda, it once. Tilda Swinton's a weird, a bald weird, man. Thing that teaches <laughs> yeah. people to. Well, do we'll talk. We'll talk spells. about Tilda Swinton in a bit, anyway. Um, okay. okay. So, well, thank you, Jim. Excellent. Good. I'm glad you watched it. I'm glad you enjoyed it, and you took some life lessons from that. Jack messaged us. So, Jack said, "I started watching a film called The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Uh, I will finish it off tomorrow. But my first impressions are that Daniel Craig is just bad at accents, isn't he?" Um, so then he sent us a, another message after this. Finished it. Unfortunately, I just think it's a bit slow for my liking. It gets good when Rooney Mara and Daniel Craig meet for the first time, though. I feel like a lot of it could have been left out. Something a bit different, though. It's one of those films that I can say I've watched and have a meaningful conversation about. Not just mindless action and other no, and other no real story, like a Fast and Furious. Probably didn't help that I watched it across three sittings. Jack also added, we will get there, Greg. Um, yeah. I love Amazon X-Ray thing, by the way. Comes yeah. up with trivia and stuff. Uh <laughs> it said that they were thinking of just having Viggo Mortensen or Brad Pitt in the lead role originally. So yeah, with Viggo Mortensen or Brad Pitt in the lead role. Can I just say if if we ever start doing this live, if we ever start you're doing this live, you're reviews. gonna have to learn to f- read. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I just panic. I'm gonna get you some. I'm, I'm gonna get you some it. Biff and Chip books. <laughs> I genuinely think I'm just like I like. There's definitely like. I mean, there's quite a, a few things going on with me. I think I'm de- I'm on the spectrum somewhere. Uh, but the uh, I'm definitely dyslexic because as soon as I start, and it's when there's like a, you know, let's say a paragraph, I just panic and I just try and like get through it as quick as I possibly can. And I don't know why I'm panicking. <laughs> there's nothing to panic about. But uh, yeah, so that's what that was. Cool. That was just me going, oh shit, okay. <laughs> Uh, believe it or not, there's, it. More, there's more reviews. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll read one later on in the show. Or something like that. Yeah, I can do it. It's fine. A bit. 
It's fine. <laughs> so, good friend of the show, uh, he's joined us once before, and we had an absolutely fantastic chat all about sort of uh, his career as a comedian, but also about being uh, a new father. So, good friend of the show, Chris, uh, Chris Washington. Some of you may may know him from the television and all that sort of stuff. Uh, he he uh, dropped a little message saying, "I'm about to watch." Uh, Wait, about to, sorry, I actually need to just read it. <laughs> okay, so this <laughs> he dropped a message with regards to uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. He said, about to watch this on my own, but haven't seen any Avengers, Spider-Man, or even the first one. I don't know who Doctor Strange is. Is he a goodie or is he a baddie? So uh, he sent us a little, little short review after this. He just said, I've not a clue what happened, but I was impressed by it. Ha ha. There you go. Thanks, Chris. I, um, Thanks I mean, I have seen the first Doctor Strange, and <laughs> I still don't particularly have a clue what happened. But again, I always enjoyed, I enjoyed it, and I was impressed. So yeah, there we go. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Greg, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's Dave. <laughs> you got a question for me? We need a producer. That's my question. Yeah, Where can we get a producer? A producer? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, Dave. What is coming up on this here episode of Dads on Film? Okay, coming up next, we're going to look at last week's uh, movie train, which was Lion. After that, we've got some film news. Then we're going to look at the latest multiversal film, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Then we've got a Soul Solid U for you this week. The Soul Solid U is Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then we're going to get back on board that movie train and have a look at what is on the box. Streamlined box once again this week. And then uh, and then that's it, isn't it, mate? You know? Excellent. That's it. Excellent. Great. Let's do it. Take a breath. We're diving in. Chugga chugga. Choo choo. Okay, we are. Then. It's so quite apt, it... sadly apt, the train. Uh, for the tr- movie train. Oh, it's... yeah, for the film. So, Makes sense, yeah. definitely. Oh, Don't okay. fall asleep on trains, children. It's not going to end well. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. So, okay. last week last week we were at uh, Slumdog Millionaire uh, Station. We took the Dev Patel line uh, to the 2016 uh, Garth Davis film Lion, which mm. is uh, an adaptation from uh, a book, a non-fiction book, A Long Way Home, by Saru Briley, uh, who mm. is, well, is it a giveaway to tell say who he is? Anyway, it's his story <laughs> about... About when in the eighties he was uh, living in living in a slum essentially uh, with his mother and his sister and his two brothers and um, he was five years old and he, he he goes out one night to go to work he persuades his older brother to take him to work with him uh, he, and he's so tired that his brother ends up after they've taken this train journey uh, at the station leaves him asleep on a on a bench says I'll be back in a few minutes goes away and essentially doesn't come back. Uh, and cue Saru's journey of trying to find his way home gets on a random train ends up thousands of miles south Mm. in Calcutta uh, completely lost doesn't know where he's from um, can't describe to people where he's from and it's sort of his journey through well how he ended up to where he is now writing a book about the Mm. whole thing which is sensational really when you think about it yeah Uh, it's um I, I I love this film. I really really love this film, and it got me in the feels around the right time when 2016. So I'd yeah. I, 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 I definitely had a one year old. I don't know whether my second had been born at this stage, but seeing this little boy so sort of terrified mm-hmm. and confused, separated from his family, um, wonderfully wonderfully performed by this young lad called Sonny Power. Um, he yeah. plays, the, plays yeah. the little boy. Just sensational. Um, uh, beautifully shot, beautiful story. And then the older Saru is played uh, wonderfully by uh, Dev Patel. Uh, spoiler alert, doing, doing a finer Australian <laughs> accent. Uh, a fine Australian so. accent. <laughs> Some <laughs> wonderful uh, long hair work going on there. Wa- a bit wa- Wavy surf, bit surfer hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I, I I remember seeing this film so well I remember so well seeing this film for the first time so it was about six years ago in the cinema with my wife and I was just t- tears streaming down my face mm. uh, a couple of different parts uh, there's one where 
the, the part where he meets Nicole Kidman's character. Mm-hmm. And uh, that got me. And then at the end as well, that really got yeah. me. And um, yeah, and the same happened this time as well. I think the same happened to you. Basically, oh, this time until you sent me a picture just of your face. Me. Just absolutely so killed me. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I saw this film. I saw this film a couple of years ago uh, and really, really liked it. it I, I I remember seeing the trailer for it, and I, I never went to see it when it first came out. I, it just didn't re, for some reason didn't appeal to me. And then I think you recommended it, so I went away and watched yeah. it, and I was like, just like, oh my god, this is this film is yeah. just incredible. The story itself is just completely unbelievable, but like, so you know, obviously, you, so unbelievable. Ugh, it's hard to believe it's true. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing I like about the film is not just that it. It's not just um, these like over overly dramatic, highly dramatized films. Like you know, like you know, these ones that are just basically trying to get an emotional response out of you. Because on paper, yeah. it ticks all those boxes but yeah. there's something more um there's something more profound about it there's something a little bit more elegant about it um mm. and i think a big part of that is it's the music like and the soundtrack throughout it gives it this kind of, there's like it sounds a bit cheesy but there's like an electricity to this film there's like a there's just something there's like a like a spark throughout it and i don't know whether that's performance like i had some performances but it's definitely something to do with that music very percussive and very like mm. i don't know fluid and ambient it, it it's just beautiful and um yeah. it just hits you in all the right places and like yeah it was the ending again for me this time that just absolutely knocked me over and I was bawling my eyes out and I told myself that I wasn't I was like it's going to be fine this time it's going to be fine and then literally <laughs> yeah. within a, a, a minute I was just like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think the thing I like about this film is the structure of it and mm. you know so, somewhat perhaps lazy um, parallels drawn to Slumdog Millionaire just because it's 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 so sort of rags to riches not very mm. switches, but that sort of slum. I think on paper it's it's on paper it's a, yeah. it's a very similar story. All right, yeah, you know it's it's not the same plot, but no. you know you can kind of you can map it out on a on a piece of paper. The, the it's very similar story arcs, mm. isn't it? But but what I think is fundamental is um, the way they structure the telling of the story because it's a film in two halves. And what another filmmaker might have done is almost do it as flashbacks from Dev Patel mm. telling his story and flashing back yeah, to when he yeah. was a kid. And I don't think that would have had the same emotional gravity as mm. the way it's done in this film, where you are thrown in with Saru from the start uh, and let just as sort of confused and in the dark and as vulnerable almost as he is. And you yeah. you go on the journey with him, not particularly knowing where, where it's going to go. And... Mm. And then there's the second half of the film, which is is completely different vibe. It could it could almost be sort of two separate films in some ways, yeah. um, and a film where, and again, I kind of don't want to say too much, but I think if you've not seen the film hmm. online, I think maybe maybe don't listen anymore. Just go and see it. Skip forward a couple of minutes. But on paper, the second half of the film sounds so boring. It's about someone sat yeah. on Google Google Earth. <laughs> trawling through images of Google Earth, trying to find out where yeah. we used to live, but the, in a it, but it's quite amazing the way they do it, and they and they weave in the the drama of his um, his other adopted brother, and mm. it shows to show the contrast in you know it doesn't always end up completely perfect and happy of having this new life yeah. sort of thing, you know, uh, mm. and I, I I really enjoy the the complete contrast to the two half of the films. I think that gives it all the more weighting because actually when you're watching the second half of the film that past that you've just sat through and watched for an hour it's it's like it's it's your sounds dead ridiculous i can't think about mm. saying it it's almost like it's your childhood memories like you're looking yeah. back at it yeah, as yeah, well yeah, thinking yeah. back to it really mm. because it was so separate uh yeah i, I really enjoyed watching it again uh and um yeah, recommend recommend it to anybody who's not seen it before. Lion, there you go. Yeah, fantastic. Would you say Gregory Lion is No Time to Die or Vanilla Sky? No Time to Die, please. 
I also agree. Where can we watch uh, Lion, Gregory? Lion is available to stream on Netflix now. This is the news. I think we're on a bit of a There's delay definitely today. a lag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. It's fine. Um, cool. So, a few bits of news this week, actually, all, all, all quite interesting. Um, so, first bit of news: we got a trailer for this really, really weird film um, called Spiderhead. Um, right. And what it is is it's essentially um, it's directed by Joseph Kaczynski, Kaczynski who directed uh, Top Gun Maverick, um, Tron mm. Legacy, uh, Oblivion. So he's quite a visual sort of, you know. From the visual director or the you know the visionary director and all that sort of stuff, um, but basically it's set on this like island. It looks like in I don't know Fiji or Bali or somewhere like that. It's a big island, and it looks like it's owned by Chris Hemsworth character. And he's he look he's kind of like it comes across as kind of like tech uh, guru kind of thing, um, a little bit ex machina kind of kind of stuff. And basically they bring people to this island and then do like medical tests on them, but the very strange tests and it looks like it all kind of goes wrong. Um, Miles Teller's in it. Um, obviously we're going to see coming up in uh, Top Gun Maverick. Um, just yeah. looks very weird. Kind of caught me off guard. It's a Netflix film, so it'll be coming out pretty soon and obviously straight to Netflix. But I love Chris Hemsworth. I think he does very interesting you know he's very particular about what he does and all like a lot of the films he makes are very interesting and all quite different from each other so yeah i'm quite interested to see what happens with this one love it okay. spiderhead cool. cool man cool man um, disney oh. yeah disney have uh, and pixar have announced their next film uh, it's called elemental um and basically what this is about is uh, elements are personified. Um, so, you know, fire, earth, wind, you know, whatever. Um, so they're kind of just like, they're like, every day there's like walking around basically. Um, got a little look at some of the artwork, which looks quite cool. Like, you know, like storyboards and things like that. Uh, but that's kind of it. They're holding it quite close to the chest really with, the, with what the kind of story's about. Um but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I think the last few films Pixar have done um, have been pretty interesting. They're not necessarily the strongest they've done, but they've been, you know, if you if, let's look at, back at the last sort of three they did, so um, Soul, uh, mm. Luca, and Turning Red, all very, very different films from each other. Um, this yeah. one looks kind of a little bit more like kind of Soul meets. Um, uh, inside out, you know that that kind of stuff. Okay. So it looks like they're kind of going back to what what they know works. Uh, but yeah, looks pretty cool. I like it. Okay, all right, fantastic. Okay, two more things. So the <laughs> we got um, right. So George Miller, visionary George Miller, who did all the Mad Max films, Mad Max Fury Road, as well as Babe. Uh, which is just very right. strange. Um, his new film, we got the first trailer for his new film, it's called 3,000 Years of Longing, and you couldn't possibly guess what this film is about. Like, I'm like if, I get, if I bet you £1,000, like, I would bet you £1,000, you will not know what this film is about. 3,000 Years of Longing, any idea? Don't Google it. I know your game. I mean, no, no, no clue at all. Go on. Okay. A genie in a lamp. <laughs> Oh, right. Like legit. Okay. So what it is is Tilda oh. Swinton is just is this this like uh, just this woman doing that northern accent that she does in quite a lot of films, which is a bit strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, find, buys this lamp. I think she goes to like Marrakesh or something. Finds this like this buys this lamp um, in yeah. a in a market and you know cleans it, rubs the lamp. Bloody big genie comes out, Idris Elba, <laughs> and course, uh, course. basically just recounts. I think from the looks of it, he's just recounting stories of like his, you know, his previous memories and things like that. So I think it, right. you know, I think ultimately it's gonna be kind of a love story, but it looks pretty wild <laughs> to, to okay. be honest with you very strange okay. Idris has got the genie ears and everything you know what I mean you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah odd right. but they have start. they have started filming Furiosa um, but yeah the final bit of news is uh, today the first trailer for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 was released and I think that you're 
about to watch it, Greg, if it works. Cool. Okay, so we we have the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 trailer here. Um, <laughs> I think we both watched it earlier on, but I thought... We, we've tried this mm. before, haven't we? Where we've uh, talked yeah, to a new exciting trailer. Dune. Yeah. We did, didn't we? <laughs> that, look at that worm! It almost <laughs> looks like a, a worm in the sand. A, a sand worm! <laughs> okay, so hopefully with the magic of... Uh, Riverside, our podcasting platform, and uh, the good people mm. at Entertainment Today, uh, we can have a little chat through um, the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning trailer. Here we go. Two minutes. Nice. Here we go. Okay. Paramount logo. Someone's on a horse. Lots of people on a horse. Mm. Is this the mummy? <laughs> oh, sexy dancers. Sexy dancers. Your days of fighting for the so-called greater good, Mr. Anderson. He's from the first one. This is our chance. Once in control, the truth. Kind of the people of right and wrong for everyone for centuries to come. You're fighting to save an idea. Haley Atwell. That doesn't exist. Hey, Simon. There's our Simon. Ving. I've lots of a, lots of sort of sand dune sort of mm. looks. Vanessa Kirby there. And there he is. That, uh, that's uh, is that the guy from Matchbox Twenty? <laughs> uh, Quite oh, a dad reference there, Greg. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Lots of posing. There's a. Uh, that was Ooh, mantis, wasn't it? From. <laughs> what, with, the, with the blue powder, uh, green powder stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a bit Italian job now. Got a bit Italian job. Yeah, it the is. Running down an alley. Yeah. Tom Cruise. What about Tom, Tom Cruise to sell it? Right. Oh, yeah. Some magic you don't, nobody else's name. He yeah. does magic in the first one with like that floppy disk. Oh, of course he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is the train bit. The train is. Train oh, bit. And I've Excellent. seen that, that train jump thing. I've seen so many times. Yeah. It's filmed down the road from me. Motorbike <laughs> jump, which we've seen quite as well. We've seen this. That was in like Finland or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it looks. It looks like what it's set out to do. It's. Uh, it looks, looks like thrilling. It looks a exciting. Mission Impossible film. Absolutely. Brilliant. There we go. Stop sharing. And I, we yeah. said this before, but I absolutely love the Mission Possible films. You can't, you just can't go wrong because you know, and like like you've just said, you know exactly what you're getting with the Mission Impossible yeah. films. They don't try and, they're not trying to be, uh, they're not trying to take themselves too seriously like Bond does. They're not trying to be too ridiculous like, you know, Fast and the Furious do. They're just like, you know what, it's yeah. all out action. But it's kind of believable to a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, I've got I've got one of those machines that does all the masks in, in oh, my yeah. uh, Absolutely. attic. I got it used to it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, Good. yeah. No, it looks great for now. I'll, I'll, cer- I'll certainly be going to see it. Um, I mean, if for nothing else, then for our boy Simon Pegg, I'll watch yeah, literally boy. anything that he's in. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, cool man that was your news we are getting another Thor trailer tonight but uh, later tonight so you know it is what it is watch that yourself okay bye bye (laughs) should we just wait for Jane to Make this cup of tea. You having a cup of tea, Greg? Why are you not having a beer? Uh, because I've got no beer, David. Oh. No beer. Well, I'm all out of beer. Let's let's do something about that. How would our lovely audience buy us a beer? They could go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash dads on film pod and uh, they could buy us a beer for just £3 or, or multiples of, David. The link <laughs> is also in the podcast description. Just uh, scroll down below. It's just there. Or if you're watching this Fantastic. advert, if you're watching this advert on the social media, uh, it is uh, <laughs> it's in the bio. There we go. It's in the bio. <laughs>
<laughs> Wherever it is. Fantastic. Great. I'm still pushing for this uh, telethon that we spoke about last week, you know. Live. You know, buy us a beer. Bing. Jason's. <laughs> I think your wife just. I think she's having a fight with the dishwasher. She's not falling into it. Do you need me? Yeah. Too late. She's mm. bleeding out. <laughs> she's fallen onto the dishwasher. Oh, I always, I always fear that. I think that's in a film, and somebody like falls back on into the dishwasher yeah, and there's yeah, like yeah. knives and stuff. Okay then, so Greg mentioned last week um, this new-ish release, but I finally got around to watching it, and this is the new Michelle Yeoh uh, film, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So we're in the the season of multiverse movies, aren't we, Gregory? We are, it seems so, and... uh... (laughs) I, I think it's, it seems to be a, a thing, a thing now, and it's the way of expanding mm. everything, really. So we've got uh, everywhere. The, we, we had yeah, we had Spider Man into the Spider Verse, <laughs> which I think was the sort of I guess the first Marvel property to do it, uh, and then obviously uh, No Way Home took that further. Uh, and then Doctor Strange did it, and mm. then we're getting Flashpoint. Loki, the Loki TV show kind of did it all as well. Yeah, Loki, Flashpoint Loki for, D, for, for DC. For DC. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a, so a lot of messing in the sort of in the what we could, might say conventional superhero uh, world for it, but mm. this is quite a sort of a interesting uh, take on it from like non comic book superhero world. Would you say? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yes. I, I would. I would say yes. And it's. <laughs> right, I mean, it's worth. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying to. It's trying to get my head around. This. I don't know. It's trying to get my head around all of. All of this is a little bit bonkers. I mean, I, so I mean, I gave it a bit of a setup last week, but I think the main thing you need to know about this is it's a twenty-five million dollar budget film, essentially mm. like an indie an indie film for all intents and purposes. Twenty-five yeah. million dollars is is no budget. Uh, in this day and age, uh, directed by Daniels, which is this filmmaking duo uh, who uh, have sort of cut, you know cut, cut their teeth largely on doing sort of music videos and that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, and uh, go on, you you give it a bit of a setup because I, I I did it last week. Go on. Yeah, oh, I'm not bloody hell, Jesus. Um, okay, so uh, Michelle Yeoh plays Evelyn Wang. Um, so her and her husband run a laundromat um, in. America, somewhere in America, it doesn't actually say America. Kind of where it is. America. America. Um, but she, they've kind of, uh, they left China at an early age. Her father kind of uh, disowned her. She, she wanted, she had big, big hopes and dreams. Basically, they um, get married in America and set, open this laundromat. And, you know, 20 something years later, they've got a daughter. Her daughter, um, her daughter's gay she introduces her uh, well the uh, the parents know she's gay but the you know the the mum evelyn doesn't kind of take it as well as you you would like it to etc etc but evelyn is kind of stuck in a rut her life hasn't really gone the way she wanted it to um and one day whilst going to the tax uh you know the the tax office to file their taxes um her husband starts acting a little bit strange and basically uh explains to her that he's from a multiverse uh, he she is the savior of the multiverse and this big bad is basically coming together i think without going into much more detail that's kind of all you really need to know um yeah it's wild <laughs> it's, it it's pretty it's pretty out there um but there is so much to love and not even like so much to like about the film. There's so much to absolutely love about this film. Yeah. And I, I, I did love it. It was brilliant. Um, yeah. I, I have got some negatives, which I'll talk about in a second. But I think the first thing to say is Michelle Yeoh is absolutely brilliant. And she oh, yeah. is such a good sport <laughs> because, you know, this infinite multiverse 
there are there are there are there are universes and and Evelyns who are a little odd. Let's put it that way. There's an Evelyn who is a pinata. There's an Evelyn who is a rock. There's an Evelyn who has hot dog fingers. <laughs> it's, you yep. know, that's pretty pretty crazy. But then on the other side of things, there's Evelyns who who have had a more kind of air quote She's successful a movie life. Star. Um, She's a movie star. She's a kind of a, a kung fu expert. There's she's a a, a chef in in one <laughs> with the raccoon natui. <laughs> oh God, yes, that's so clever. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> it, it's so strange, and you can just tell that these these writer directors have had an absolute ball writing this film. Uh, making this film and yeah it's great so Michelle Yeoh is is absolutely fantastic she throws herself Mm. into this role she gets to do lots of action she gets to do lots of drama Um, and it it is a meaty role because there is like so much for her to do Um, so yeah she is wonderful Jamie Lee Curtis which at first I thought was a little bit of a little bit of a cameo, but actually she she does have a bit more of a oh, substantial role, role in it. She yeah, is yeah. she is brilliant, and you can tell she is having an absolute ball being. Uh, Deirdre, she's the IRS um, inspector. As, as, yeah, she's the IRS inspector, and she is just you can just tell she's just loving what she's doing. Um, I'm gonna pr- mispronounce some names, so I do apologize. Uh, Ki Hu Huan, who we all know from uh, Indiana Jones: and The Temple of Doom, a short round, and as Data in The Goonies, uh, comes back. Yep. He's not been in a film for twenty odd years, and he's so lovable, so likable. Um, there's just something so like just adorable about him. <laughs> I don't, like I mean, I don't mean that. Like you know, I suppose that is a very very patronizing, but he's just so lovable in this role and. Yeah. You just feel for every single thing that happens happens to him and every decision he makes. You're just like, oh, you're so lovely. Um, you know, you got loads of other people in there. James Hong, we, we've, you've seen him in, in loads and loads of films, especially in the 90s. But for me, a real standout was Stephanie uh, Hsu, um as uh, Joy, the uh, her, her daughter. She is yeah. absolutely wonderful in this film. As Joy, she's great. She's, she's uh, again, very likeable and you completely on her side and you see the frustrations with with her relationship with her mother but then she let's just say she gets to have a lot of fun in this in this role and it and it and it's great other things i really liked about this film is uh it's it's not shy about its references. Okay, there's lots, you know, loads of other multiversal related films. Um, the the ones that jump to mind that I, I feel it borrows quite a lot from is Donnie Darko. Um, oh yeah. There's a film with film with Jet Li called The One, uh, which I think oh, it, it takes I think quite I've seen yeah, one. It, it takes mm. quite a lot out of it. It's not Did great, but like, it takes. You know, I, I feel like it was on in the one of them. It was on in the middle of the night one. It's, does he have to, he yeah, has to probably like, kill all kill all different versions of himself? All the other to... multiversal, yes, and then. He, he is the ultimate Jet Li or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, it I'm takes not into martial arts. I uh, like martial arts. Yeah, really, yeah. Really, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Jason Statham's in that in a very early role where Jason Statham, everyone was like, is this guy American or is he English? Because if he is American, he's got a horrible accent. <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah. Jason Statham. Uh, almost as good as uh, Ray Winston. Um, but yeah, uh, what what on earth was I saying? The other film that I think it borrows from, and I, and I quite like, I like that, is, is uh, Limitless. Have you, I think have you seen oh. Limitless like recently? I watched it on. Uh, I watched it the weekend. Just yeah, you, I, I saw it on your uh, your letterbox. Yeah. Um, oh, so, do you know what? I really enjoyed it. I, I love it. I think it's really, really good. Uh, we'll talk. And about I know, the, I know the bit. I know the bit you mean as well because it's it's the bit because yeah. Limitless isn't multiverse, but there's a bit where because yeah. he's gate he doesn't gain knowledge, but he 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 uses his brain to full capacity, and he's like can draw on stuff he's seen in his in his life yeah. and like picked up yeah. on text that he might have read but not realised he's taken it in. And, mm. he said, and he, there's a bit where he says, oh, I can't fight. And then he goes, oh, hang on, maybe I can. And, and <laughs> yeah. there's an almost identical bit in this where she... Because she ha- she needs to fight. She she uses so she herself. uses her mul- yeah her multiversal selves to learn basically almost a bit like Matrixy. I know kung fu. She goes like through the multiverse to a version of herself that knows kung fu and takes those yeah. skills. Brilliant. But in Limitless, it's great. It's like because he's like yeah I don't know how to fight, but then he's like actually it goes back to when he's a kid and there's a Bruce Lee film on, so he you see him actually copying the move and I just, I just think it's really really uh, clever and and yeah just really cool cool sort of way. 
So it borrows quite a lot from that. So so much to like. It is bizarre. It is it's 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 wacky. It doesn't take itself too seriously for the most part, and it's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's one downfall for me is in the final act. I feel it take, starts to take itself a bit too seriously. I get the overall message of the, you know, it, it, you don't need to sort of dream, you know, live in this dream of this life that you wanted, you know, you, you accept what you have and enjoy the life that you have, etc., etc. Brilliant. And I think it tells that perfectly well in the first kind of two acts. In the third act, I feel like it does start to take itself a little bit too seriously for a film that is so silly let's put it that way uh, and i feel like i started to lose interest a little bit then um and it's too long as well it's like nearly two and a half hours yeah. long and I, I, th- I feel like it it does sort of again in that last act it does drag because you just it just seems to be kind of repeating itself a little bit too much um so yeah slowish ending uh lets it down ever so slightly but my god what a what a bundle of fun that film was jesus yeah, yeah. what do you yeah I- what? I th- I think I'd love to know about the um, the distribution and how whether they purposely line this up to be released the same week as Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because it gives a really nice contrast to it because mm. uh, lots of lots of very similar ideas uh, executed in in very different ways. Uh, I I actually prefer it in terms of the mechanics of the idea of the multiverse uh, to Doctor Strange. I think I love yeah. how it sort of. It's just this innocently simple idea. Yeah. This, this, I love how it visualised what they were doing and the idea that you have to do this random sequence of things in order to jump from one <laughs> universe to another. It's just yeah. which which adds so much comedy to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid yeah. stuff they have to do. Mm. Uh, there's um, mm. there, mm. there's a certain uh, <laughs> brass shaped object. Let's put it that way. Award. It's an award. award. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it uh, yeah. it pops up, should we say, early on, and then it pops up. <coughs> oh, wow, you got me then. Jesus, it, caught me off guard. It, pop, it pops up later on as well, uh, but there's, mm. I mean, there's all sorts sorts of hilarious things you have to do in order they're, to jump. They're, they're all lined up. She's very neat, isn't she? She's almost um, anal, you could say. You could say that. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I mean, interesting you say about the final act. I, I actually, I'm, I really liked the final act as a, as a payoff, really, to see um, see Joy's character arc sort of come fully round, and um, and and the the mum's the main. I forget forget the character's name. Uh, the mum's character Evelyn. arcs come fully round. It's Evelyn's character arcs come fully round as well. Um, I I got a lot after that, but I thought a lot of the the slack in the film. Was more throughout really where they kept going mm, okay. because because it did come a bit samey after a bit where it, you know there was a bit where I was thinking right because well, all we're doing is now is jumping having a big fight scene mm. and thinking about how we can make this fight scene a little bit different and jumping from one universe to get some more skills and get some you know come back and then you have another yeah. fight scene and essentially so much of this all happens I think does it all happen in the same uh, IRS office building. Like the, yeah, like pretty much. Mo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo- that that the- version of Joy, pretty much, and uh, not Joy, Evelyn stays there, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, and but they, do, I mean, they do so much of it. I, I, I like I say, I like where it went to, to towards the end, and and that's when for me those sort of messages came together about that sort of acceptance, being grateful for what you've got. Not yeah, I, th- of, I think um, you know the last sort away. of ten. I think like the last 10 minutes definitely pays off but I, I feel like kind of it just took a bit too long to get there and the yeah. immediate kind of lead up to it it just all got a little bit too all right okay. yeah 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 I mean so <laughs> it's it, it, interesting the uh, sort of influence you, you drew upon I think I mentioned that sort of for me like a, it's almost like a a mad take on a Christmas Carol for me because she's almost being yeah, led yeah. through these other universes of going like you know the ghost of Christmas, what you could have had, and all this sort of mm. stuff. Um, definitely a lot of the Matrix in there as well. Certainly with sort of the fight scenes and a lot of the action mm. and things like that. Um, but the other thought, one I thought of: Did you see um, the maddest film I saw about um, six, about eighteen months ago? And I think it's um, Lakeith Stanfield is um, uh, Sorry We Missed You. No, uh, I didn't did, see did, that one. Yeah, and it's yeah. that. Um, just, just, just check to see. I'm, it's not just. 
Yeah, sorry to bother you. Beg your pardon. Uh, which came out I think last year or the year, a few couple of years ago, or something like that. Mm. No, God, it was twenty eighteen, four years ago. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, which is this? I mean, this mental film, which starts mm-hmm. off quite sort of straight and then goes absolutely bonkers in a similar sort of surreal way that um, this film does in many ways. Uh, in, I mean, sorry to bother you. Interesting. I'd, I'd go back and watch it. I don't think I particularly enjoyed it looking back, but. It go because it goes a bit too crazy and a bit too surreal for me. But anyway, that mm. popped up into my head whilst watching this. Um, I, yeah, it's 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 just a romp. It's a ball, mm-hmm. and it's and it's visually impressive. And I think you know most of all, it's just stunningly impressive what you can achieve on twenty five million dollars. Which sounds ridiculous yeah. to say that because twenty five million dollars <laughs> is not an ins- insignificant amount of money. But in the world of um, you know, blockbuster cinema, which you know, to to an extent, this has become. Uh, it's it's well for what they achieved as an end product, at the very least, mm. it's certainly like blockbuster cinema. You wouldn't have thought it only cost twenty five million dollars. So there you go. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, cool. Would you s- all at once? Yeah, would you say, Gregory, everything everywhere all at once is Thunderball or Monster Brawl? Eight classic monsters fight to the death in an explosive wrestling tournament set inside an abandoned and cursed graveyard. So that was Thunderball or Monster Brawl? Uh, I'll go for Thunderball, please, David. <laughs> I think... I think... I'll agree with you. Where can we watch everything everywhere all at once, Gregory? Everything Everywhere All At Once is available in cinemas now. Ah, PG Tips. Okay, so released on Disney Plus this week uh, is the... I don't know, long-awaited? No, definitely not. But uh, I don't know, it's not a remake, it's not a reboot. I don't really know what it is, but it's Chippendale well, Rescue Well, they do a play of that. There's a poster that says, I'll cover it, similar word into what you've just oh, said. Oh, really? Like, okay. It, it's not a reboot. I might look for it whilst you're talking about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, similar sort of way. Yes, Chippendale okay. Rescue Rangers. Okay, so obviously based on the based off the sort of uh, late 80s, early 90s uh, cartoon Chippendale, um but basically, this is 30 years after their popular television show ended. Chipmunks Chip and Dale live very different lives. When a cast member from the original series mysteriously disappears, the pair must reunite to save their friend. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, so I saw this advertised and I was like, oh, okay. Watch the trailer and I was like, oh, okay. So it's it's uh, Andy Samberg and John Mulaney doing the voices. Okay, I'm interested. And the first thing that jumped out to me is how kind of uh, almost like, and I, I, it sounds so strange saying this, but meta and like postmodern it is kind of a thing. So it's like um, uh, Chip is still the kind of 2D you know, hand-drawn animation, but Dale, because after finding fame, has a CGI makeover and is like a proper CGI character, which is just absolutely hilarious. Um, and it's 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 very strange because it's not it's not you know what it's not a kid. I wouldn't say this is a kids' film. There's a lot in there for kids. You know, you, you know your silly kind of cartoons and that sort of stuff. But it's it's too it's far too clever to be a kids film and that's not saying kids films films cannot be clever but it's it's you can tell it's made well it is made by uh basically the guys who did lonely island so andy sandberg it's directed by kiva schaefer um and they're it's like 80s kids and you can just tell they've written it just with so much passion for kind of 80s cartoons 80s tv 90s cartoons 90s tv and that's basically what it is it's just a whole load of kind of like popular culture references just thrown in and it is absolutely hilarious like I, I, what else to say it is absolutely brilliant so funny so so I don't know whether it made the cut but at, at the start I was saying to you that uh, the reason I was late jumping on was because 
whilst I was waiting for you, I thought I'll just stick on Chippendale Rescue Rangers because I'd, I'd not had a chance to fit it in. Mm. So I just watched the first uh, five minutes to get a feel for it, and I couldn't take my eyes off it. And I can't wait to go back and yeah. watch the rest of it because I mean, Chippendale isn't even something that I was into as a kid. So for me, it's not a nostalgic yeah. thing for me at all. No, no, um, it was something. And, I was and this is the, I don't of, think it but... really must. I, it wasn't ever that popular as well. So I don't think people like would go, oh, Chippendale, let's no. watch this. I don't really know like, no. what it is, but it's great. And, and this film, and I tell you now, this film would not exist without uh, Disney Plus and streaming services. Yeah, because course. there is absolutely yeah. no way they could make this film and expect people to go to the cinema to see it because mm. you wouldn't be able to expect kids to go to see it because it's not something that's you know they've got a reference point for. And I don't yeah. think you'd expect adults to t- pay the money to go to the cinema to see it because yeah. it's. Um, because essentially on the face of it it seems like a kids film and what sort of why would yeah. they um, it, it's a film that I think will largely find its audience from adults uh, it's it's yeah. hilarious it you know the first the first track in the opening is Tenacious Deep Friendship <laughs> is Rare which is just a yeah. wonderful tune um, yeah. and it's so perfect so perfect for the context um, yeah. it, it beautifully merges the worlds of cartoons and live action yeah. in a way that um, Tom and Jerry could only dream of and Space Jam <laughs> could only dream of um, yeah. I, it's I, very I, very um, and like I was, saying, I was saying earlier like how meta, kind of meta it is and there's almost, there is a reference to this in it but it's very Who Framed Roger Rabbit it's very yes. clever like Who Framed Roger Rabbit was and it knows exactly the world that it's set in which I think a lot of these films don't yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's so yeah, there's definitely. so many different types of animation as well, which is brilliant. You've got your hand drawn, you've got your CG, you've got claymation in there, you've got stop motion mm. in there. It's just so smart, so clever, but also so silly. It's brilliant. So um, there's, I mean, I just in the, and I think I must have got through 10, 15 minutes of it before I came mm. jumped on here with you. And um, the, I know there are so much, so many more sort of cameos and pop-ups to come, but just mm. to give you an idea of <laughs> the picture of this film, the first one that pops up, I was in stitches because it's Ugly Sonic mm. from the first Sonic trailer <laughs> of the remake um, that came a couple of years ago. And I just it's just, that gives you an idea of where it's pitched this film because it's just yeah. so, the like, it's just... It just far out, just just within reach as a reference point that sort of film enthusiasts and, and, and yeah. are going to get and appreciate. Um, but it's not as obvious as sort of like some of the other ones. So like Baloo's, <laughs> Baloo's sort of do it, washed <laughs> yeah. up sing, yeah. singer, singer yeah. bare necessities. Uh, you got Lumineer there from uh, Beauty and the Beast, original Beauty yeah. and the Beast, yeah. I'll say, the mm. 2D Beauty and the Beast. Uh, and yeah, and that idea that Dale's gone and had, as they put it, CG surgery. I thought, what? It's yeah. just, it's just genius. Genuinely, the, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting this wrapped up so I can go and finish off this film. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. So um, yeah. So just a like a quick kind of, I won't give too much away, but basically what 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 the film's about is there is this underground uh, organization which kidnaps washed up tunes, essentially gives them air quotes kind of cosmetic surgery they, they call it um, a bootlegging and then ship them off to a foreign country and make them um, star in cheap knockoffs of the <laughs> their films so for example flounder from the little mermaid gets kidnapped and bootlegged and they get like the changes nose like this big nose and they're making star in instead of the little mermaid it's a uh, small fish girl <laughs> like <laughs> It's just so ridiculously stupid, but it, it's wonderful. Oh. And you can tell it's the guy behind the Lonely Island. I'm on a boat. You know, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Absolutely brilliant. So, so funny. Um, there was one last point I wanted to make. I cannot now remember. Um, Seth Rogen pops up as this yeah. as this uh, stop motion, uh, no, not stop motion, motion capture Viking. And they're like, oh, he's got early two, uh, early 2000s stop motion eyes. You know, where they're like, are you looking at me? And he's like, yes, I'm looking at you. And he's like staring, you know, polar express eyes, they call it. <laughs> it's right, so funny. So funny. <laughs> oh, absolutely brilliant. Where can we see Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Greg? Chippendale Rescue Rangers is available on Disney Plus now. Chugga chugga. Choo choo. 
What do we got? Okay, so we are here at the Lion Station. And uh, we're going to take a line. We've never been down here before, but we are going to take the Nicole Kidman line, Gregory. Have you got your ticket ready? I have got my ticket ready. It is Fantastic. Uh... <laughs> good, good. All right, fantastic. So many films to choose for. Uh, choose sorry, so many choose. So many films to choose from. Uh, Oscar-winning actor, uh, multiple nominations. But we're going to go for her, her strongest performance as Doctor Meridian Chase in <laughs> Joel Schumacher's 1997. Five, five. That early. Okay. Um, real strong stuff. Batman Forever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, where can we see Batman Forever, Gregory? Batman Forever, contrary to what you just said to me earlier, is oh. available on Sky Cinema and Now TV. Uh, but you can also oh. rent it from the usual places. Fantastic. Let's do this. On the box. On the box. Okay then, Greg. What the hell is on the box for you this week? Well, interestingly enough, um, a film new to streaming services, which I'm looking forward to seeing over the next week, uh, which I have not seen yet. Uh, but it was out in the cinemas a few months ago, and I didn't get around to seeing it. It's uh, it's just dropped, as they say, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is Ali and Ava. Uh, have you heard oh, about yeah. Ali and Ava? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's um, it's set in Bradford, and um, that it's a couple that, um, for different reasons, they, they meet, uh, and over a month uh, they get this sort of deep connection, and uh, there's uh, Ava's have sort of past relationships. Ali's uh, in sort of um, emotional turmoil over the breakdown of his marriage, and it's a sort of quite a touching story. It stars uh, Adil Akhtar, who uh, we best know, as Fessel, I think it is, off uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of Four Lions. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, I'm your hands on your face. Yeah, why is she covering her face? Because she's got a beard. She's got a beard. When um, uh, I just I just saw this popping up uh, trailers when I was in the cinemas a few months ago, and every time it popped up, I thought this looks like a really beautiful, touching story, and uh, I really like the look of it. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it uh, this weekend. What about you, David? Few things. I'm going to uh, watch Jackass 4.5, <laughs> slightly yeah. less uh, dramatic, uh, which cool. has just just landed on Netflix. Uh, I'm also breaking the rules slightly, but Stranger Things comes on to Netflix this Friday. Uh, okay, part. Cool one of season four uh, so that's going to be real cool and I might punish myself and watch Morbius as well because that is available on streaming and uh, a rant about Jared Leto and his Messiah complex so there you go let us know what you guys are watching on the box this week excellent well episode two season four that's a wrap. That is a wrap. It's in the bag. Uh, real quick, I forgot to say, I watched a film last night uh, called The Lost City with uh, Channing Tatum and ah, uh, Sandra Bullock. Yes. Sandra Bullock. Absolutely yeah, yeah. hilarious. It's brilliant. Ah, <laughs> it's cool. so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really, cool. really uh, good stuff, entertaining Is that stuff. on Disney? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, password cool. this week, Gregory. Uh, uh, Horlicks. Uh, Horlicks is the password this week, apparently. Obviously. Uh, fantastic. Uh, what's mm-hmm. going on with you this weekend, Dave? I am at my wonderful dear friend Dorcas O'Beng and Anton uh, Bradley's uh, wedding on uh, on Saturday, so I'm very, very much looking forward to it. Uh, Mummy and Daddy are staying out, staying in a hotel at the venue, drinking way too much. It's going to be bloody great, but Sunday is not going to be good. Sounds so, yeah. like <laughs> a splendid plan. Excellent. How about you? Um, I'm bobbing off to the Lake District on a Saturday uh, for a few days before I go to a beef fart next week. So I might be, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, off being able to find some internet uh, doing the show from somewhere in the Lake District uh, next week. Um, so, yeah, there you go. We will be back 
next this time next week next Wednesday our, our new um, yes. our new location in time in the week um, <laughs> with uh, more movie chat I will be chatting to you uh, certainly I will be I don't know about David but I will be chatting to you about the long awaited <laughs> Top Gun Maverick uh, which I'm, I'm going to do my very best Friday. to talk to you about Top Gun Maverick <laughs> Um, cool but we'll uh, see <laughs> excellent um so uh I lo- i'm looking forward to that and then yeah we'll drop that before we go to a beefer for the weekend and i won't be seeing any films the week after because i'll be in beefer and i don't think uh, there's gonna be any, any opportunity to see films in beefer will there is so, it is it will's wedding is it will's wedding it is will's wedding yes yeah cool. beefer cool, cool, cool. beefer brilliant well thank you beefer god beefer, beefer. Oh, mate. beefer via Majorca, Majorca. <laughs> Good. No? You can. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can uh, send us your reviews, your thoughts, like the podcast, share the podcast. You can buy us a beer, buymecoffee.com forward slash dads on film pod. Yeah, all that spiel. Gregory, blooming love you. Lovely to see you. Um, you too. He doesn't, he doesn't listen, but Stewie, we love you, boy. And yeah. Uh, love yeah. You, see you all soon. Peace. Bye bye.